All right. Lydia, Tana, whoever's coming, come. <laughs> Lydia's been around Sycamore Grove for how long? I don't either. I remember being in the cottage in a Sunday school class when she was here 15, 20 years ago. And somebody asked her the question, which would you rather have? You want us to send you money or you want us to come and see you? And she said, yes. (laughs) Now, if you don't understand that, then you've never lived away from home or been homesick or any of that stuff. Because when you're on the field, it's huge to have somebody come that knows your language, that knows your culture, that knows your politics back home, all the stuff that you could talk about. And so I'm sure that answer is still the one you give. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Now, we've had uh, Cindy gave her report a couple weeks ago. And after that was over, I said, you know, there will be people who sit in this sanctuary and say, well, she didn't do anything. Because we are Americans. We have to do something. And you don't have to do something when you go, when you're visiting a missionary. I mean, if there's a project to do, great. And if they need some help, that's great. But it's not about doing, it's about being. And so if you have any stirring in your heart to go to the Amazon... You got a guide, man. Right here. Skeeters and humidity and all that stuff. Okay, that's enough. Let me pray for you guys. <laughs> Father, thank you for this opportunity we have, and I just pray that you would give uh, Lydia and Tana the words they have to speak to us and that it would affect us in a way that would bring honor and glory to your kingdom and to your name. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you. And thank you for inviting me to be here to speak with you. People ask me, so why did you go to the Amazon? And I tell them, I tell them here, tell them there, I was just trying to be a good sidekick to a missionary. Okay? I was just trying to be a good wife. My husband felt like he was called to be a missionary when he was seven years of age. And the first date I ever went on with him, he said to me, well, this is the way it is. So would you be willing, if this works out, would you be willing to be a missionary's wife? Well, I'll think about it. Okay. Well, that's been a lot of years. And. God gave him the chance to go to be, we thought we were just going to be there for 18 months, helping some friends to rebuild a Bible school that had been abandoned and get it set up for the tribal, one of the biggest, the biggest tribe in the area is the Tikuna tribe, and we were just helping them rebuild a Bible school and they said that we didn't want, they didn't want a missionary to stay there because they wanted it to be their Bible school. And so we just went there. Well, we stayed our 18 months. We moved off, just like they said. 
but in that time, we'd gotten to know them, and they liked us, and they said, well, would you be our missionaries? Because they knew our contract was up with the missionaries that we went with. And so that's been a lot of years. We went down in November of 1999. Next year's 25 years of us being there. And since we went, my husband got promoted to heaven January 2nd of 2019. God took him home. The people that were there, well, um, he, it was in the hospital. And we went back to our house, told our neighbor that he had died after two days of being in the hospital. And within 15 minutes, I had one of the city council members at my front door saying, do you want to fly him home? Because if you want to fly him to the United States, we will cover that cost. I said, no, it was always his wish to be buried, to die there and be buried there. And so the next day, Tana was at the hospital to do the documentation to get him out of the the body out of the hospital. Three pastors came from three different churches and said, we will get him ready for the funeral. We went to the funeral, and while we were at the funeral, there were three other pastors and some neighbors that were building a tomb because they said missionary will not be buried in a grave. He will have a tomb. And so he rests in a very beautiful tomb on the Amazon waiting for Jesus to come back. And I continue. Uh, sometimes Tana says I can't say I'm the sidekick anymore. <laughs> because I, God gave us work to do and it's still there. One of the biggest things that my husband did was provide literature for the churches there. We are in a part of the Amazon that is very remote from any cities that are big cities of publication or anything like that. It is a job to get literature in there. And so we still have literature that we need. We have about a ton of literature in Bogota right now waiting for a way to come down to us. Right now, it is kind of hard to get the literature to us because we've had some pirates take over a river tributary of the Amazon. And that is the only way that the Columbia gets the literature to our area. So it's been having to be flown in. And I don't know if you know anything about air freight. It is expensive. Super expensive. So we've had the Air Force fly a little bit in whenever they have a little bit of room in the plane they will advise us of that and then we coordinate with Bogota to get it to the Air Force <laughs> within tw 12 hours usually or six hours usually that's about all they give us <laughs> we've decided the actually the cheapest way for us to get the literature to Leticia is for us to have groups that come down and we just fill you a suitcase in Bogota. So Tana's, you know, free free here to, to go and meet you in Bogota <laughs> and, and help you fill up your suitcases. So if any of you, John was telling about, well, you, you know, you don't always have to do something. Well, uh, yeah, we'll, 
we'll make you do something, okay? You just fill up a suitcase and bring it on. <laughs> we also have all kinds of things going on all the time. Tana's a translator, so we don't have to worry about that real big time down there. But if you also, if you speak Spanish or Portuguese or you want to practice, you know, just get your group together and come on down. It's a real easy flight from United States to Bogota and a real uh, short two-hour flight to Leticia, and you're right where we are. And we have a lot of things that are fun to do down there, so it's kind of a touristy place. It's on the, in the jungle, so it's a good one. Now, I don't know if you hear this from your other missionaries or not, but something that is super important to us is our prayer warriors. And Tana's got some prayer cards. Just take those and pass them out to everybody. She's my legs. I have some trouble with legs sometimes that they don't like to run around. So it's real nice that God has given me a companion there that is on the Amazon. Is She's with me all the time. And she and just go ahead and pass those out. Just kind of just. And we also teach English as a way to provide our household expenses. And that has become a part of ministry as well. A lot of our English classes are to the professional people and to the military in Colombia. And that has, we have had so many, so many rewards from that. It is really a big thing for us at this time because we've seen so much that God is in that. And God has given us that open door that we get to talk to people that a lot of people don't get to talk to. And so it's been a wonderful thing. Through that, God also opened what has become our biggest ministry, and that is providing encouragement to the military in Colombia. They are in conflict somewhere all the time because the drugs always, if they're coming from Peru, they're going to be passing through Colombia, whether it's going into the big cities of Brazil or if it's going to Europe or if it's going to United States, the drugs coming out of Bolivia, Peru, are going through Colombia. And so there's conflict always. And the military in Colombia received less than $50 a month salary. I don't know about you, but that to me is kind of disgusting. <laughs> You're laying your life on the line and you get about a measly $50 a month. It's not very good. And suicide has been really, really high among the military in Colombia. So... One month, one of the commanders told me it was running an average of 40 per month. And that was including military children as young as eight years of age. Because of the fact that they do not get much respect, they do not get much help, they never know whether the president's going to be on their side or on the other side. So it's kind of has been something that we 
have gotten to be a part of. We're just a small portion of it. We're the coordinators. I guess you wouldn't really call it small because it kind of gets. <laughs> small. That's only 15 we get donations from the local businesses and from the United States as well to help out with that. I don't know if all of you are aware of it or not, but this church had a big part in Christmas last year. We had a lot of expenses happen last year that we didn't quite anticipate. And it came time to buy the toothbrushes and soap and all that stuff for the Christmas project, and we didn't have it. We started praying, and you guys answered in a tremendous way. I cannot tell you how much that meant to us. Thank you so very, 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 very much for hearing that call from God to send that money at that time. It was absolutely a huge answer to prayer. And so that's just... That's something I cannot say how much it means to us that you helped with that. Okay, people like to know, what are your plans for the future? Do you have plans for the future? My plans are not coming back here. I still have work to do. Our plans, I, our plans are, we are considered godparents at the school that we were at for 18 years. They have a big auditorium there. And the last thing that my husband gave them was the plans to build a bathroom complex behind the big auditorium. Well, they have classes in January. Tana's one of their teachers down there. They don't consider her an American because she speaks their language. She's a white Takuna. They don't think she's American. I And they tell me that they did a good job raising her, okay? (laughs) Yeah, you wonder why we're like this. Well, we come from a climate that's a whole lot warmer than you are, so this air conditioner really gives me problems. (laughs) So that's one of the plans. Uh, They started building that January of last year. And so, well, January of this year. Yeah, it's, it's just June now, July. Anyway, so they're in the process of building what my husband gave them the plans for. And, and so we would like to be able to be a part of that by donating a huge 5,000 liter tank to Nothing go. <laughs> yeah, we have a lot of problems. That Bible school is in a real remote area, and things walk real fast. Even one of one of our motors walked from there. <laughs> yeah, so so that's so my my son-in-law came up with a plan to <clears throat> put in a a five thousand liter tank. It's too big for them to to be able to carry off. So that's our goal for that. We also have a motorcycle, and so she, <coughs> she actually
was deported to so he's down there on the mission field helping us so that mom and I can be here visiting you. And then my sister oh, went down to spend summer vacation. She, she likes to explain that because we have a house. We have a house that is in there. And I say, my son-in-law. And she goes, not my husband. <laughs> Yes, she she actually it, that is correct. Uh, my our oldest daughter married a Brazilian, and we have not. They've been working on it for 17 years. They have not been able to get a visa to the United States. She cannot live down there because she has serious heart trouble. So, and we don't have any kind of health care. So, if she has a heart attack while she's down there, she will die. And they have two teenagers. And a six-year-old, so that's something. Put on your prayer list and make sure you know you got those little cards. They've got a Colombian calendar on it, so that we kind of re- hope that you remember. You know, yeah. well, pray every day for us. Pray every day. Well, and if I can't live up here, it's too cold. <laughs> I live down there. She lives in Colorado. We have a little electric moped. That we have just about worn out because Tana uses it for carrying big cargoes of literature here, the there, and yonder when it's in the city. So um, and it needs to be replaced. So that's another of the lit- of the big projects. Unfortunately, rain got into its uh, mo- battery compartment. Don't know how that happens. It only rains 20 feet a year. <laughs> okay. Son-in-law, we did mention, he's a musician, was a military musician, and has all the certification for that. He says as long as God keeps him down there, he might as well do something, ministry, and God has called him to the music ministry. So what he is doing right now is helping the musicians that are in the church that have not had any kind of professional training, helping them to get better at what they do. And so, he, so we have a big yard. learning how to play an instrument and want to come down and practice, that would be fine. If or you, if you uh, had to learn when you were a kid and really don't want to see that instrument ever again, that would also be fine. <laughs> that's what, his, that's what his, quest, his request was when I said, well, I'll let you put some of, some of the th- things on the big the big plans, I'll let you, and he said, can you, can you find me some, you know, little old instruments, like instruments. <laughs> that I can use in a music school? So if you've got any instruments sitting around somewhere that you really and truly don't want to see anymore, <laughs> just think about sending it to the Amazon. That'll be a good, and that's not Amazon.com, that's Amazon River, okay? <laughs> I have no clue why they stole our name for their website. Okay, you can you can figure out that Christmas kind of you know gets kind of big. She said fifteen hundred gifts a year. That's what we are doing right now. It's fifteen hundred gifts a year that have to be wrapped, that have to be somewhere in our house. Right now, it kind of takes over the house as Christmas gets close, and also the literature. We don't have a place for it. We do want to build an extra room onto the house. To do that. So if you got construction people around that would like to do something, my son-in-law said, please, if somebody wants to come help build, we've got a place to build. And also we have a boat 
that was donated when we first went down. And it's sitting in the backyard because of the fact that we don't have a motor for it. And my son-in-law went and got the, the license for being a captain. And he wants groups to come down and see him. And he'll take them out on the river. <laughs> but, but the boat. <laughs> and so he wants to refurbish the boat and get a good motor for it. Get a vehicle to pull it. I said, that's a big Request, but he says, "Well, God can do anything." <laughs> that's true. Is that that's true? God can do anything. So that's our that's our summary of what we do. Pretty much, God has been good to us. We still we covet your prayers very much. We covet people coming. We covet your support. We do have, I wrote the book about biography of my husband. It is on Amazon.com. <laughs> and it's also, it's as a paperback or a Kindle book. And its name is Natural Feet. And so it's, it's a full color book. We, I've have one that we have had on there for a very long time. Got God's Finger and some other books on there. Most of them are black and white, but this is a full color, so you get to see a little bit more of what the pictures are really like. We appreciate all of you. We appreciate your prayers. We appreciate your support. And only God knows what kind of influence you guys have had. I do know that we have seen, we in each of, each of the, Soldier gifts, military gifts, even the kid gifts, we put some little literature booklets in there. Most of them are a small booklet like this, and I have seen those come out of a officer's pocket here in such a disrepair. I mean, it's been taped together and everything like that, and you know that that's getting read. We have little Bible studies in them. Well, you have people that will say, oh, you can't put Christian literature into anything in Colombia. I beg to differ with them. We do it all the time. And we don't have any problem with it whatsoever. We have, in each of these packs, we'll have like four or five of these little booklets right here like this. And two or three Bible study booklets of a book of the Bible. And these are coming from... uh, Literature publishing house in Goshen, Indiana. All Bible. It's not doctrine or anything like that that we have to worry about combating. So keep on praying. Keep on thinking about us. And God knows your reward is great. And, um, okay, I'm kind of the post editor. She didn't really mention where... We are serving as missionaries. Did she? Did you guys catch that? No? Okay, Luke, can you pull up the map? And this map, Colombia is purple, Peru is blue, and Brazil is orange, and we are right where the three of them connect. We have a city that's like Kansas City, Kansas, Kansas City, Missouri, but it's Leticia, Colombia, speaking Spanish, and Tabatinga, Brazil, speaking Portuguese. It's 
just uh, you cross that state line and you suddenly have to switch currencies and language and everything. But there's about as much of a wall between there as there is between Kansas City, Kansas, and Kansas City, Missouri. We, not. we do have a summary paper that does have our contact addresses on it. I think that it she... It's out on your missionaries table, uh, kind of tacked underneath the uh, pin and label of Chownings to the Amazon. I kind of had to move your pin back down to where the countries were. I know it's uh, on that map out there. They were hard to see the uh, international uh, boundaries to find out where that was supposed to go. So our uh, uh, summary uh, paper of what we started doing and what it's become over the last 24 years is right there uh, with your other missionary prayer cards so that you can uh, collect one if you feel so inclined. And we'll uh, be making sure that here at the church they have the PDF uh, and some extra copies. Uh, if you'd prefer to have it by email, stop past uh, and let me get your email address uh, afterwards. I only send out the monthly newsletter about every other month <laughs> because we get a little bit busy and a little bit boring and so it goes out once every other month but ends up being a little bit long. But I won't be flooding your email inbox, I guarantee that. <laughs> Thank you.